When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. It's a big day, Jared. A massive game of footy in the offing and the news rolling out of Essendon um, dramatically. Andy, it's a huge day in the yeah. old town. It feels mm. like grand final day. It does. Got With that. the yep. sun out and... Just people everywhere. So out in the suburbs, people heading for the station, our local cafe, the owner barracks for Carlton, the barista barracks for Collingwood. So being in there and that dynamic this morning, Mm. we had a 50th last night and just a procession of people who barrack for one team or the other. They're all seeking reassurance. I've got no (laughs) idea what's going to happen, but uh, it, it is one of the biggest home and away days I can remember. Full stop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, separate to the occasion that Anzac Day is, mm-hmm. which is is not steeped in the game. Today is steeped in the game. And then Essendon haven't done much right since last Sunday morning's press conference, but they had an obligation to bring this uh, to fruition quickly. And so I don't... Mercifully is not the right words, but they have met at least that obligation, mm-hmm. having repeatedly failed over the past seven days. Brenton Sanderson's been with me from the word go this afternoon. Kane Corns joins us for the call of the game. We've we've uh, co-opted you in a little earlier because we are waiting for Essendon. We'll go to it as soon as uh, we can. There was no doubt that this was going to be what happened today, was there? No, you could see that in the rooms last night, yeah. couldn't you? Yeah. When he's you know emotional, in tears, um, you know the, the writing was clearly on the wall. Admirable performance from him, right from mm. Tuesday, really, when he turned up to training to through until last night, where uh, he was pretty stoic. But you know the scenes in the room last night confirmed what was going to happen, and it finally did happen. I don't know who's going to coach them. They're like, there's so much to play out from this, but uh, is David Barham has talked that he may be challenged with his position and the uncertainty around the football club. They don't seem to know what coach they need or want. And I guess the rumblings around James Herb we can talk about as well. But, yeah, they need to make some decisions pretty quickly around what coach they need and think will take them forward. So how legitimate are those rumblings? I thought it was kind of wild speculation when it emerged. No, there is one faction who would like that to happen. And were they to seize power, I think they would restore Herder's coach. So the trouble around your, it's not your regular question, who are they going to get coach? It's who's going to hold power at Essendon to make these decisions. Uh, and that, that really has to be resolved first. So I expect that there are, there are numerous departees unless they seize power, mm. in which case they'll need, the, the, the club has to, whatever this bloodletting is, one one caucus has to get control of that club and and annihilate the other mm. just so that they can actually choose a direction it's got nothing to do with us on the outside it's all about them trying to plot a course and it is riven in there at the moment and until that is resolved it's a it's an imponderable as to who would coach and i don't think the best credentialed people would even think about stepping into that environment until it was resolved
So some of these, I don't know necessarily who you're talking about here, but but some of these, Sandra and I were talking about it, you know, earlier. Some of these roots go very deep at Essendon. Some of these pl- the key players in terms of the various departments at the footy club. They are institutional Essendon people. It is going to be very difficult to if you've identified a couple of them, Adrian Dodoro, Kevin Sheedy, if they're the names that we're talking about, it's going to be hard to – very difficult, I imagine, to remove these people. Yeah. So I don't know the factions of Essendon well enough, no, but I know I. enough at the moment to understand just how divided the house is. And I don't know how they resolve it. Mm. Like, I would think, I would think there would be a group of people from the outside who would be coming, who would be talking to each other at the moment and go, let's, let's take the club over because what's happening at the moment just can't be tolerated any longer. Do you know who they might be? No, No. I don't. No. But I would think that people who, well-credentialed people in Victorian life who have Essendon at their heart at the moment would be looking and going, well, this is the same board which seems to be split down the middle. Mm. It's the same administration, which Turf seems to be split down yep, the middle. Yep. The only resolution here is that to actually break all that nexus, mm. step in and, and seize control of the club, which I presume they would do in a landslide. So how, how long does that take? I don't know, because I don't know the Essendon Constitution well enough. I imagine it would take some time, whatever that means. Yeah, but it depends whether people would selfishly hold on to power. So that goes to everybody's own conscious mm. at the moment. Mm. Like, if there was a proper group, I, I'm reluctant to even give you a theoretical name because I'd, uh, no, it no. would be unfair on that person. Yeah, but if, yeah. if there was an esteemed figure in Victorian life who belongs to the Essendon Guild, who was prepared to put together an alternate, I think the incumbent would just would have to hand the keys over. Yeah, yep. You've had it for this long, yep. and look where it is. Yep. The only way out is a fresh start. So let's just do this the right way. Yep. I think it would be... Um, I think that's the most logical way, is if you truly want Essendon to succeed again, that would be the quickest way to achieve that end. Sando, to take the position, to, to accept the invitation, unless you, you are an absolute last chancer, and this is your only, yeah. you're never going to get another invitation to coach a footy club again. How, how conscious are you of all of the things that Jared's laying out and are out there in the football ether at the moment? Oh, it's a really difficult question, Andy, because you're right. If you've got a young, uh, passionate assistant coach who would just love to coach an AFL club, they're going to jump at any opportunity that they get. Um, and unfortunately, you inherit sometimes uh, what we're seeing now with the Bombers. So I think I, – I don't think they, will have, they can't really appoint an, another coach until they get everything else sorted first. Like, everything has to be more stable. Um, but don't worry, there's plenty of assistant coaches who would jump at this opportunity if, they were, if, they were, if, if it was offered to them. So I want you three – we're waiting for, for Dave Burham and Xavier Campbell. I want you three to – how does James Hurd play? If in the next if, – if there isn't a board – challenge and if James Hurd emerges in the next two weeks as the next coach of the Essendon Footy Club how does how does the Essendon family and the broader football community respond to that? Well, well I thought it was mythical like I, I, that's that's what I first thought when I heard the suggestion and even the thought about him coaching GWS that's not to say that you don't wish him well and you'd love to see him back in football, but to give it to a coach who hasn't been there for seven years, Sando, you know how quickly the game would yep. move. I, 
I would love to see him go back and have a senior assistant coaching role and, and do what Michael Voss has done and do what others have done and build on that resume, understand the game, make sure he's in the right headspace to do it. So that was my initial response. I'm just being honest that I thought it was a myth. But the more you speak to people like yourself, Jared, and, and what you're saying, that there is more than myth around it. But I think it would be a significant backward step to go to James Hurd. That would be my belief. Still it would be incredibly us. divisive. Because there is one group who passionately believe that he is the only figure that can heal it, and then there'll be the rest who are going, this is madness. Like, and most non-Essendon people will find it preposterous. <laughs> that doesn't really matter, because Essendon can be an island, but only if they're, they're together in it. And Joe yeah. Watson spoke last night, is, is you have to shed the past, not hand yourself back to it. So it's... Um, Leon Cameron, I thought, was, was just compelling on crunch time yesterday. And he said, to go in, you would have to first see the external review. Mm. So a, as someone who wants to be their senior coach, you would have to see the external review to get the full lay of the land. Mm. Uh, that, was, uh, that was his parameter. So that, that needed to be done first. They're going to have to run both in tandem, but that's going to narrow their field significantly. So there, therein lies the issue, right? In terms of timeline, so you mentioned Constitution. We don't know how long it would take to tip the board out and institute a new one. But that board coming in, I presume, would agree that there needs to be an external review or a review of some type. So that would need to be conducted. Now we're into the trade and, and draft phase, of the, which should be a vitally important time for Essendon without a coach, without potentially without a coaching staff, potentially with an up heaval around their recruiting and list management area. CEO. CEO. I mean, it, it, it the, the mess that they potentially find themselves, to be rudderless on so many levels through this period of the year, it, it potentially condemns them to what I don't know in 2023. I mean, mm. it's... Do we uh, have short memories though, like... Because I've been at a club that was a mess, like a complete mess, yeah. like coach gone, president gone in tears, had a, a much-loved teammate pass away on a footy trip, didn't know we were going to pay the wages bill, tarps all over the stadium, 12,000 people rocking up. You get good people in the good positions, though, and it turns quickly. So you go from winning five games in 2012, complete mess, thought they weren't going to pay the players, that's that they were going to pack the joint in mm. to winning a final on this ground mm. a year later and then playing in a prelim kick away from a grand final the year after. And Sando's been in situations probably in his time that looked pretty negative. Like Hawthorne last year, you know, paying out Alistair Clarkson 900, Jeff Kennett, the circus around that. And then you get a good person in, good coach in Sam Mitchell. He looks like he's going to be a good long-term coach. Collingwood. Well, Carlton know, a year ago. Col Carlton a year yeah. ago. So I think right now it, it is a mess and that is, that is a fact. But if you get good people in the, in the right positions and some really strong leadership, they're a big club, a well-resourced club with amazing facilities. They play in all the big games. They've got some good young core group of players. Yeah, so their it list is not hopeless. They're just yeah. playing the wrong way. Yeah. So that the, the change of coach is the right strategic decision. Mm. It's happened in a hopeless way. Hopeless, as bad as I've ever seen. It's the right decision. Mm. Now they have to get their club in alignment to be able to land a coach. Now, you don't need to land a coach until the first week of November. So I don't, um, I don't imagine... They've got to hold their list together. Mm -hmm. So they've got to make sure eight blokes don't walk out. They've got to use their draft pick well, and they certainly have the expertise there for that, whether they continue in the long term or not. 
And then if they've got one or two targets, they just need to get themselves into a position where they're viable to get them. But if they're not bringing a trade in this year, that's okay. okay that, yep, they've done with that. Yep. So I'm, I agree with Kane. If you can get the right person to step in and go, I'm gonna, we're going to sort this out in eight weeks, and we have eight weeks to do it, and then we put the right strategic plan in place with that list, they will immediately be better next year. Jared, I spoke about Kane's uh, your exact experience with Port Adelaide. We had a Geelong back in 99. So Gary Ayres left to coach the Crows. Lee Colbert left to captain uh, North, uh, left to play for North Melbourne. Um, and all those senior players were let go. And then seven years later, they win a premiership. Mm. So it's exactly what Kane mentioned with Port Adelaide, but that that was the appointment of Brian Cook first. Yeah, you mentioned. So that's that a strong yeah. CEO yeah. who's and he at the time was an up and comer. Really, I mean, he had the success at West Coast Eagles, but you bring in a person like that, they sort the club out uh, off the field, they bring in a new coach, and then away you go. So at least they got money in the bank and they've done their hangar. The facility's done, yeah. so yeah. they're down the track. In terms of what's list is okay. Yeah, yeah. They can have on field success with the right strategic adjustment. Still nothing out of Essendon. We'll bring that to you when we can. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.